This is WKSU News. I'm Sarah Taylor. When George Floyd was murdered in May of last year by a Minneapolis police officer, outrage that had been building for years erupted across the country. Thousands protested against racism and communities turned a reflective lens on themselves to consider how they've treated black Americans and other historically marginalized people. As part of our series Justice Matters, Maria McGinnis and Sarah Crawford from the Collaborative News Lab at Kent State University examined what What's come out of these protests and self-reflection? In your reporting, you look specifically at Cleveland and Akron. Let's take Cleveland first, where questions about policing were not new. Sarah, what did you find? So looking at Cleveland, it has continuously been a prime example of the questioning and police actions. Back in 2012, Timothy Russell and Melissa Williams were in a car chase with Cleveland police officers and were killed. Each of them were shot with over 20 bullets, and the police officers shot over 130 times. This led to the ultimate decision for Cleveland officials, including Mayor Jackson, to question how the police department ran and ended up reaching out to the Department of Justice. Wendy Patton, Senior Project Director at Policy Matters Ohio, talks more about the decision to really bring in the U.S. Department of Justice. That was the watershed moment that invoked Mayor Jackson to ask the Department of Justice to come in and examine the police department for potential violations of constitutional rights and abuse of force, and they found those violations. Today, the Cleveland Police Department is monitored for 255 provisions, which need improvement and need to meet recommendations. Yeah, and while that is happening with Cleveland Police, the city, like other communities around Ohio and around the country, have de- has declared racism a public health crisis. What have you found uh, difference is that making? Looking across the state of Ohio, we can see that a lot of the cities are kind of doing similar things. Throughout our reporting, we saw that there's a lot of task forces formed. Cities are working on different reports, talking about how they can improve the work that they are doing in their city or their town. They are working on it throughout this past year, so it's taking a little bit more time to find out what is actually going to happen in these areas which has led to more activists feeling as though there's not as much happening. Kareem Henton from Black Lives Matter Cleveland, who's a community member, talked more about this kind of feeling that they have. Our local elected officials have, on some banners, painted Black Lives Matter. Doesn't mean any damn thing. It's not followed by anything where they were trying to introduce, create, do anything substantive at all. So do you feel like there's frustration among some of these activist groups? Yeah, definitely. I think it's frustrating them more because it's been happening for so long and there's not that feeling of change yet. Well, let's talk about Akron. There's a racial equity and social justice or RESJ task force that's been at work. The city has a new police chief as well. What did you find about the efforts here? Yeah, so the RESJ is divided into six subcommittees, including education, housing, criminal justice, health, equitable workforce efforts, and communications. And each of those subcommittees kind of evaluates their area as it relates to racial injustices in Akron. So one of the big achievements here so far has to do with the criminal justice subcommittee. They found that the police auditor position wasn't empowered, so they made recommendations to increase the auditor's authority basically granting him access to police body cam footage and internal police documents. The RESJ chairperson, Bishop Joseph Johnson, said the RESJ now believes the police auditor position is going to have more impact following these changes. 
And something else that we found about Akron that is kind of special to the city is that the mayor isn't waiting until December 31st to gather all the recommendations at once and work from there. He's actually been taking quarterly reports and actively making changes like with the police auditor position. I really believe the mayor is believes it and wants to use these recommendations. He doesn't have to do this. Politicians can just give lip service to it and move forward, but he's been actually involved in the process, wanting us to give him the recommendations so that he may be able to take them and use them. And when will that task force finish up its work, Maria? Well, the big deadline is December 31st. That's when a full written report with detailed recommendations will be due for review, but they're also approaching their quarter three reports sometime around October. That's Maria McGinnis and Sarah Crawford from the Collaborative News Lab at Kent State University. I'm Sarah Taylor, 89.7 WKSU.